there, viewers and listeners. Welcome to another movie review from 1178. I'm Paul. I don't know why that matters. Directed by Rick Roman Wah, who has a number... No, let's do that again, actually. <sighs> right. Hi there, viewers and listeners. It's Paul from 1178. And today we're going to be talking about Kandahar, 2023 movie starring Gerard Butler and some other people. Let's talk about it. So Kandahar is directed by Rick Roman Wah. There's a number of averaging movies to his name. Greenland, 2020, and Angel Has Fallen, 2019. He must be good mates with Gerard Butler or something, because Gerard Butler stars in every single one of them. So this stars Gerard Butler as an ex-SAS soldier, or MI MI6, one of the two, uh, working for the CIA, because of course he is, coupled with an Afghani translator who is played by Navid, now I'm going to butcher this, Neghaban, who puts in a very believable performance as a character called Mo. A very underrated actor, in my opinion, Travis Fimmel. He plays an embedded CIA handler. So, with that picture painted, let's talk briefly about the plot. Tom Harris, played by Butler, is wanted by the Iranian government because on behalf of the CIA, he helps blow up a secret Iranian nuclear facility. It's not that secret, obviously. It's this act that puts a price on his head and it factors into why he's chased all over Afghanistan in this movie. To add further difficulties, Harris is employed by Roman Chalmers, played by Fimmel who wants him to perform one last mission before he fucks off back to Blighty to be with his family, his son's birthday or something, but ultimately, who cares? Although initially hesitant, Harris agrees. Of course he does. He's a good boy, isn't he? Word gets around that Tom Harris is wanted and that the whole of Iran wants him captured to make a big public display of how great the supreme leader of Iran is. The Pakistani intelligence becomes involved in this chase as well, as they want to capture Harris first and cash in on the bounty, they want to sell him to Iran. Al-Fazal plays the ISI agent and for some reason prefers to ride a motorcycle across the desert, even though he seems to get picked up by some lackey following him in a white Ford Transit van every time he gets into a bit of a pickle. We have the Taliban and ISIS involved as well as in this movie, really making it more interesting to see just how fucked up Afghanistan is as a country after the supposed spreading of democracy that lasted for 20 years. That was money well spent. So with that picture painted, you can imagine what follows. We are treated to a tense and intriguing chase that offers a lot of action and some insight into what our friends in the Middle East get up to. The movie Kandahar does a good job of portraying the complex political and military landscape of Afghanistan. The movie also explores the nuances of the conflict and the different motivations of the different factions involved. I mentioned the different factions. Let's go through them briefly. There's a lot of them. You've got the SAS, or the Special Air Service, which is a part of the British Army. You've got the Taliban, which is a Sunni Islamic fundamentalist political movement. The Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA. Well, we all know what CIA is, and our friends the CIA. The Iranian Ministry of Intelligence. We've got the Inter-Services Intelligence, which is the ISA from, ISI from Pakistan. The Afghan resistance is a loose coalition of groups opposed to the Taliban rule. We've also got ISIS-K unit, which is involved, fronted by one of the characters, the CIA character, Romans. Um, in addition to the main factions, the movie Kandar also features a number of smaller groups of individuals, such as smugglers, warlords, and corrupt officials. Let's go through a few facts, shall we? Filmed in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia's incentive program, a rebate of 40% for films and documentaries, the incentive program is available for both Saudi and international production companies. So the film was shot entirely in Saudi Arabia and making it the first Hollywood production to do so. This was a significant undertaking as the film crew had to obtain special permission from the Saudi government. I guess that's a lot of filling in forms and that to make sure that they get that 40% rebate. The film's director, Rick Roman War, <laughs> I don't know why I struggle with that, 
He's a former stuntman, apparently, and he used his experience to stage some of the film's most thrilling action sequences. Thrilling! The film's star, Gerard Butler, performed many of his own stunts. He was injured several times during filming, but refused to let that stop him. I don't know how true that is. I just read that somewhere. The film's production was delayed several times due to the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the cast and crew were determined to finish the film, and they were finally able to do so in early 2022. Favourite part? Okay, so favourite part for me was definitely the ending sequence on this. I mean, there's many different pieces in this film that I quite enjoyed, but the end for me was was the one where everything comes on top, and you've got like 30 or so uh, armoured vehicles or Hummers coming across the desert on one side, uh, you've got the Pakistani ISI agent on his motorcycle because he's on a motorcycle chasing towards his airport. And you've also got some Afghanis chasing them from a, like a previous skirmish that happened before they all jumped on trucks and tried to get out of there. And people die, people get blown up. Um, but it's a big like crescendo of this action and everything just kind of meets from different sides and just, you know, just meets up in the middle and boom, just it all blows up. I'm recommending this because I said it's well worth a watch. I quite quite liked it, and I recommend it. The critics on Rotten Tomatoes obviously hated it. I mean, that's I think it goes without saying that anything that people enjoy, critics tend to hate. So, Kandahar on Rotten Tomatoes is forty six percent on critic reviews, but yet the audience score eighty two percent. Again, well worth a watch in my opinion. You know what? It was really nice to see Gerard Butler not play an American with a shitty American accent. So to sum up, if you like movies that include chases, that include a lot of action and getaways and very close encounter moments where main protagonists are almost captured and manage to get away with the skin of their teeth, then this definitely is a film for you. So thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and uh, I guess I'll catch up with you soon with another movie review. See you later. Thank you.